Welcome to the Mama's Den, everybody. Come Woo-hoo. on down. Come on down. Come on down. <laughs> it's your girl, Ashley, and I'm here with my ladies. Hey, it's Melanie Fiona. Hey, y'all, it's Felicia. And Cody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Felicia. Mm-hmm. Since you're the youngest mm-hmm. and you can remember your youth a little more than the rest of us. <laughs> Damn. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> What? She's was still your... youthful, okay? I know. That's why I'm saying. She the youngest. Yeah. She's still young. Her kids is young. Mm-hmm. She's popping. <laughs> what was your life like before your kids? And are you able to still maintain some of those aspects of your old life? Mm-hmm. That's what I would like to know. My life before the kids was like, I guess I just didn't have, well, obviously, as much responsibility. Yeah. But... I didn't really have too much structure. How old were you when you had peace? I had peace when I was 22. Oh, yeah, 22. Child. Yeah. That's young. I was a baby. That's yeah. Young. And but then also I left home very early at 17, so I feel okay. like I had a cool amount of time to like I need to know more about this story. Yeah. <laughs> That's another I feel like podcast. I had a cool Not amount of time to um like do my thing, you know? Yeah. What okay, thing wait. was that? What was happening between 17 and 17? Yeah, I have a question. So when you left home at You're 17, <laughs> when you left at 17, where did you live? Long Beach. I'm with roommates or you were by with yourself? With roommates. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I and, had roommates. And sidebar, <laughs> uh, again, how did you afford to live on your own at 17? Well, so when I was in high school, I was working. I started working when I was 15. I was able to get a job at like this little like a police organization thing where mm-hmm. you like basically watch kids like after school program. Oh, cool. Um, me and my best friend worked there and we were making nine dollars an hour. That's and this good. was Back in two thousand six. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was good. So I did that. To be clear. Was, yeah. You were 15 in yeah. high school in 2006. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, this, this is why I'm answering the question first because I can't remember. I'm gonna let y'all gather y'all thoughts. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 2006. I had a whole college degree and a year of work. <laughs> but carry on. Carry on. Um. So then I cheered throughout high school and then I got a job because my mom w- has always been very like. Get it yourself. And I remember one time I asked her for lunch money. I was a sophomore in high school. And I was like, Mom, you know, you didn't go grocery shopping. I need lunch money. She's like, this is the last $20 I'm going to give to you. And I was like, okay. So then that's when I ended up finding the job. And mm-hmm. then at, once I was of age to work like at a real place, that's when I started working in a restaurant. So when I moved to L.A., I already knew restaurant industry because I had been there since I was 16. So I knew how to serve tables. I knew how to do the whole thing. So I just uh, gathered my little money, saved money. I think I had like $700 in my account. And then I had two girlfriends from my cheerleading squad that were already here. And my cheerleading coach was like, you need to get out of here. You need to go do something. You graduated high school when you were 17. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I moved to LA three weeks after I graduated because wow. all my friends were leaving. I was like, wow. I don't know what to do. And yeah. it wasn't that my mom was not like pro college, but she was just like, I don't know, like just do what you want to do. Yeah. Um, And all my friends were doing like, they're going out of state. I'm like, I can't be the only one here. Right. go. So, yeah, I moved out here and then I was serving tables um, and then I went to school for two years at Cerritos Junior College to be a dental hygienist. Mm. But then I was like, this is too expensive. Mm-hmm. It was it's just like it was just a lot of money and I was paying out of pocket and waitressing. Girl. So that's a lot of my life. 
you know, before having kids was like, I was being very, I was being responsible, but I was also still having fun. I was just trying to figure out like, what am I supposed to do, you know? But I still feel like you are that way. Yeah. Yeah. You're responsible, but you have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, (laughs) but now I feel like with the kids, it's like, it's almost like I have to. Right. You know, like before I had like this urgency of like, I have to, but now it's like, no, 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 you like really have to, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, after I realized, I was like, this is very expensive and I don't think I want to clean people's teeth for the rest of my life, even though dental hygienists make a lot of money. I was about to say, the dental game is, they making Let me tell you about yeah, this. they make bread. Let me it's tell you about crazy. this root canal I just had. Okay. Girl, it's crazy. I could have been, you could have bought a bag you. for it, honey. Could have been, could have been, I could have gave this bag. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then, so when I was younger too, I had so much responsibility as a child. My mom's reward to me would always take, she would always take me to the mat counter, the Ooh. cosmetic counter. And she'd be like, you can pick out an eyeshadow. And it was like, the eyeshadow was like $15. Aww. So I would always play in makeup and I would watch her. My mom's super artistic. So I'd watch her do makeup. And then, so when I realized, okay, I don't want to do the dental hygienist thing. I'm like, well, people are doing like makeup on set and stuff. Let me just try. So I would do my friend's makeup. We would go out to the club, you know, and like do the whole thing. And then I was like, wait, I think I should try to like have a career in this and then just started doing more and more people and then I became a makeup artist so I was doing makeup I was busy with very busy with makeup mm-hmm. before having kids and then I was also doing a lot of commercial and print work um, like modeling stuff and acting stuff but oh. I don't know I feel like it was still like creative yeah, yeah that's definitely creative. I'm, I'm still on the same. That's <laughs> no, so, but, but, but I mean, my, like my curiosity is also just like the immediate differences. Mm-hmm. Um, so like as soon as you had kids, like what had to change, right? Even mm. even if it's simply like, well, now every time I go somewhere, I got to ask somebody to watch these kids. You know, yeah. yeah. what was the immediate impact? I think my like the first thing that I can think of immediate was like, OK, I have to switch up my career, mm. you know, because now that I have a child's being a makeup artist and running that business, you never know when somebody's in a call, mm-hmm. you know, especially working in entertainment. You don't know when somebody has a show, somebody can get rid of you. There's no se- financial security there, you know? So that was the first thing that was like, okay, I have to figure this out. And then slowly, but surely started to do mindful fee. But that was like probably immediate. I think that was the scariest part. Like, okay, I have somebody that's depending. I had a partner, but it was still like, okay, what does this look like long-term, you know? Is there longevity in what I'm doing? And then once I had my second child, I was like, yeah, no, I'm not about to go do your makeup (laughs) Mm -hmm. for this. And then you want to haggle me the price. I'm not doing this. This is crazy. Um, And then you're with people for a really long time. By the time that I weighed out pricing of like, okay, now I have to pay for a sitter. I'm like, yeah, I'm basically Mm -hmm. paying. This this doesn't make any sense. I'm working for free at this point, you know? Yeah, that was probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about, I mean, not to make it, like, I want everybody to answer these questions. So not <laughs> to make it just like you, but what about, like, immediate differences in even, like, free time? Like, how you handled getting out and having a good time? How long did it take? And I'm, I'm, when I say mm-hmm. good time, it's all relative. Yeah. From brunch to the club. So, okay, so by the time that I had kids, I was kind of over the club already mm-hmm. because I did it so early and I had mm-hmm. fake ID when I was 17. <laughs> so I was just like, eh, I'm done with this. Yeah. But um, it was more of like having fun with family. But I, I remember having that mom guilt very early with peace and feeling like, Am I allowed to go out? Like, is this mm-hmm. a bad, does this make me a bad mom if I go out and have a good time? But then 
after a while, I finally was like, hold on. I don't have to stop anything I'm doing. I basically just need to take my children and put them into the fold of what's happening. And obviously, you know, you compromise things that kids have to do, play dates, whatever that is. But I just kind of throw them into what I got going on. <laughs> and it works. And yep. they love it, you know. Yeah. So. That's good. That's how I started as a mom, too. Yeah. Because I was 23 when I got pregnant, 24 when I gave birth. I think for me, it was like, well, it's different now, too. I lived around the corner from my mom. So I always say me and Chia had like a fake reality of what being a parent mm-hmm. was for the first seven years. Because, I mean, I my life did not. The most of my life, I didn't really go to the club anyways. I didn't start. I didn't have my first drink until I was 22. And it, at that point, my friends had been drinking for so long. Like, I was over it. I was never a drinker. So it wasn't Wait, even. you had a beer at 22. So you got your first drink and your first pregnancy in the same year? No, I got pregnant with her at 23. Oh, I thought you I said a second ago, 20, Didn't she say? Oh, that was Felicia. It was, it was that all was a downhill. Felicia was 22. <laughs> yeah. But I was that drinking. One, that one beer. <laughs> I did get drunk. I did drink when I was pregnant because I didn't know I was pregnant. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was definitely in the hey, club. Like, I think I'm allergic to Jack Daniels. When Wait, wait, wait. So, so were you drinking and then all of a sudden you started feeling sick? Yes. I remember doing that. And I was like, man, something is yeah. wrong. I think I got the flu. Yeah. She's pregnant. Yeah. I was like, every time I have that a drink, is, it was giving me severe heartburn and it hurt. I feel like I'm going to throw you know, it Yeah, up. and I was like, oh something's wrong. Right. And I was really telling people I was allergic to Jack Daniels. Like, I can't drink, but I'm allergic. Actually, Now that you this have a child funny. in your belly, relax. Uh, <laughs> and she's really smart. So I'm like, hmm, okay, I should drink with Jack, baby. Uh, right. <laughs> no, but I feel like when I had her... Like, my life was still fine. Like, my mom came over. She had our baby, like, almost every week. And I just have to be like, Mom, can I have my child back? Like, she just yeah. would call me and be like, do you want to take a nap? Do you want to go to lunch with Chia? I'll come and get the baby. Like, she's so amazing. So, my life didn't change at all. Number one, I at feel like all, first baby. Said. No, not at all when yeah. I had my first child. Like, uh, at all. Other than, obviously, the fact that I moved from Cal- from New York back to yeah, Ohio. Yeah. Well, I, okay, that's significant, though, It was too, very significant, yeah. yes. The way your life looked, the way you thought it was going to look, you were like, a dancer. Yeah, I was on the path when I wanted to audition for Ailey. I actually had an Ailey audition coming up the week I found out I was pregnant. And then I was like, I am um, going to, you know, pursue my dream of dancing. Right. And then I got pregnant and definitely like beat, like changed my whole entire life. Like I started focusing on my writing, made a children's book. Like all of that was very different. But I feel like my biggest change came from moving from Columbus to California. And not even having another child, but just the reality of like, I don't have the same support system. Mm. And so now my whole life really is solely centered around my child. Okay. So at what point in your motherhood journey was that? Oh, she was seven. So seven years in. She was seven. You had just gotten married and you weren't pregnant yet. No, well, we had just moved. We actually moved to California before I got pregnant. Right. I mean, bef- before I got pregnant and before we got married, we were planning our wedding from California oh. at a wedding in oh, Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We moved here. We were still engaged, planning our wedding. So, yeah, I mean. That's crazy that seven years went by with the support. Yeah. And then when you guys left, you then had more children. Doesn't make any sense. Ouch. <laughs> no, no, she's that right. That was a harsh no, reality. No, no, no she's right. Doesn't think, make any when sense. When I think about it, like. I like the thought of having another child right now would make me feel yeah like insane without having yeah. parents or grandparents yep. close by. So how much did it's you just, think about that? Not like you're young, like do you, but I'm just curious how mm-hmm. much were you like No, it's funny that she that Melanie said that because I feel like um 
when we were in Ohio, we were like, oh, we're not having any more kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, with yeah. all the support. Yes. Yeah. With all the support, we were like, we're not having any more children. We don't do anything that makes sense. Like, we were like, I'm never going to pay that much for rent. Like, just like <laughs> when I think about what we came here to so pay don't for rent. to y'all when y'all say never. No. No, when we <laughs> were in Ohio, anything. we're like, we're not having any more kids. Mm. And like, we were trying to like buy another house and just do stuff. And like, I'm not spending that much on a mortgage, like crazy. Then we come here, have more kids, spend that on rent, not a more Like it just, everything is the complete opposite. But you know what? Chia and I moved here, moved to California. And we were like, we have these goals that we need to accomplish. The group he was managing had got a record deal and it was just amazing. And so we're like, we promised each other when we got together, we were not going to be like our parents who were like, I was doing X, Y, and Z. Then I stopped because I had children. Mm -hmm. So we were like very adamant that if we have kids, we have to continue to follow our dreams no matter how hard it is. I don't know why we waited until we moved away from everybody to have another child. It makes zero sense, but we did. And I think it was because I only wanted one more child and I had hit 30 and I was like, um, I need to have another baby because I'm 30 and really? I'm about to be 30. Yeah. And I don't want to, and I didn't want to have any more kids after I was 30. I thought that because I had Amira at 24, I was like, Oh, I'm have all my children by 30 and I'm going to be done and enjoy my thirties and live my best life. That did not happen. Not so at not at all. Why? I thought like that too. Why did, what, what's wrong with this? I don't know. I was well, like, I need no. all my kids out of me because by the time we, I'm 30. That's, that was like Why? the conditioning I think yeah. of our like teenage years yeah. and twenties was Crazy. like that's what. Especially me, I would say it was Texas, but clearly y'all from somewhere else. Well, I'm from the Midwest, but like for me, it was like being from the South. I thought I was gonna meet my husband yep. in college, yep. get married, have babies, be done by thirty, yep. and be yeah. like be like doing what they did on Living Single and Friends and yep. all these things, like being grown. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that didn't happen. No. I'm still I just, no. like just the rest of the world. <laughs> the rest of the world moves like no. So y'all definitely left Ohio. Like we are not having more kids no we knew we were gonna have one more one okay yeah we knew we were gonna have one more baby i mean granted we planned to have uh, azara and that was it yeah so when you got here did you immediately feel the lack of support with amira oh yeah instantly but like you never day. but you never <laughs> like the, the day <laughs> I was we like the luggage. Well, we didn't have no play we drove here from oh, Ohio girl with mm-hmm. all our little with our little U-Haul and our cars and um, I got into our apartment and I started crying mm-hmm. first of all we came from a huge house and moved into a one bedroom apartment and we made the living room our our house or our room and gave a mirror the bedroom so yeah. it was a lot of change it was a spatial change it was mm-hmm. like where's my mama change because I was <laughs> so you for seven years yeah. if I need to go to the store yeah, want to go to the on a date with Chia mm. my mom was around the corner like two seconds I, it does, and I never had a plan ahead I'm like mom what you doing come get your, come get your baby come get your grandchild immediately and it was like oh I gotta watch my own child all the time all day <laughs> this is very ghetto <laughs> Girl. Like no. So Who did does you it? did you think about leaving? I mean, I know you haven't uh, overall. No, because but... I had. So no, I didn't because we moved with the intention. They got a record deal, so I already right. knew what it was. You know, and I'm like, oh, they got a record deal, more money. Like maybe I'll get a nanny. Or, but also to be clear, when we first moved here, my mom came a week later, and she would stay for three to four months on end. Mm. Like just stay. So okay, it girl. it was kind of like okay, okay, right back to that life, right back to that life. Until we had another baby. Nope, she kept doing it. It was really until we moved to LA and I kept having kids. And she was like, you have too many children and not enough space for me to be staying that long. So her trips got shorter. The more kids I had. <laughs> she was like, when you get a bigger she house, I'll be back. Trips got sh- my mama says that too. Yeah. She's just bougie though. <laughs> oh, so is my mom in her own way. She's just like, it's not enough room for me and all your babies. 
Got what it. about you, Melly Mail? Oh, God. I mean, most of my life before children is public record. People can see what I was doing. I was on yes, these but what if, No, listen, your public, folks' public record ain't the same as your real life. Okay, so. so and you're very low key, friends. Yeah, right. You are. I am low key. I mean, okay. I. Okay, so he wasn't I, talking to TMZ. What, what's happening? I was in, <laughs> you know, Shade how room. far do we want to go back? I mean, like Cody too. You know, I grew up in Toronto, and I I had dreams of becoming a singer for sure. But being in Canada, like that reality is not one that's quickly attainable. Mm-hmm. Like you have to dream, you have to find the needle in the haystack opportunity that takes you across the border to, mm-hmm. to get there. So, you know, prior to that, I too thought okay well I'm going to go and have my husband the guy that I was dating in my 20s was going to be my husband mm-hmm. and hell to the naw he was not supposed to be my husband <laughs> and I remember I got the call to go on tour with Kanye West and I literally was like gotta go mm. and I literally at the end of, like was like oh I'm never staying in that relationship how mm. old were you 24 mm-hmm. mm. 24? 25? No, this is 808s and Heartbreak. Yeah, he just started. Just No, this was Glow in the Dark tour. He's just about to release 808s and Heartbreak. And so I got the call to go on tour with Kanye West in Europe. And I remember like this relationship that I was in at the time was just so back and forth, dealing with some bullshit. He Mm. wanted to be in a club every night. I never wanted to be in the club. He would drink too much. I hate people who drink. Like, it's a whole thing. I hate him. No, I I really cannot tolerate people who drink a lot. I can't. Um, Like drunks? Yeah, like. Happy, like happy drink, happy drinkers is fine. I don't, I don't like when I see that alcohol alters a person to a point where they become annoying to me on any level. Yeah, right. If you talk too much, you're annoying to me. If you you can't hold your own, you're annoying to me. If I have to spend my whole night babysitting you without a conversation in advance, like girl, I got you, man, I got you. It's annoying to me. Oh yeah, we ain't friends. I don't, I don't like that shit. So, (laughs) so anyways, so, so I really thought like, oh, you know, and then I got this opportunity to go off and it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I realized that my life was beyond what I thought it could Mm. be for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And once I took that opportunity, I just never looked back and it was just a constant move forward to leave home, be in the States, build a career, put out my first album, living from... Florida to New York to LA. I've lived everywhere. So, you know, establishing my life was was such an interesting time because I remember when I was putting out, was it my second album? Let me do the math on these years since, you know, my youth is so far away. Um, Um, I'm trying to think. It was, I think it was the second, was it the MF Live or the Bridge? I can't remember. One came out in 2009. The other one came out in 2012. And I just remember 2009, I put out the album. I went on tour with Alicia Keys. It was incredible. Um, I had a wonderful time. And then I remember I thought when I came off that tour, I was going to get my own place. Because at this point, I had never lived on my own. Mm-hmm. I had lived with my manager. I had lived, stayed with family. Like, I pretty much in and out of hotels. And so how old were you? I was 20. Oh, God. 26. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 20, 25, 26. Yeah. So... I love this for you. So I was like, I'm going to ha- get my own place. And then it all changed. I'm going to get my own right, place. I'm having gonna, a, I was a this, mom at your this age. This is going to be amazing. Okay. Like, I was, I'm right. living through you right now. <laughs> so I, changing diapers. So, she was on tour. Yeah, she was <laughs> I was living my whole, whole best life. Kanye West. I know. Europe. 
like, I'm leaving my raggedy boyfriend. I'm going to Europe. Yeah, like, it was great. It was I'm listening great. to you on the radio while I'm crying, changing diapers. <laughs> no, for real. No, for real. Like, I really, I, I've, I had a blast. And then it was crazy because I thought I was going to get my own place. But the relationship I was in at the time, I was with somebody who I was getting very serious with. And he was like, I want you to come live with me. Ooh. And I was like, oh, like, really? Yeah, and real. I remember I cried. Like I cried, like I was in love with him. I wanted to be with him. I wanted to build a life with him, but I cried my eyes out because I was like, here's this first opportunity. I'm finally making money. I've established my career and here I am. And I'm going to go live with this person when this was supposed to be my time. <laughs> Cut to a foreshadowing of motherhood. How old um, was he? he I'm was, like, I have questions. He's seven. Me. He was seven years older than me. Yeah, mm. uh-huh. I want you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. Don't try to lock me down. <laughs> you see me going up. <laughs> I'm, I'm triggered. This is Felicia, y'all. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but in hindsight, this is exactly what was happening. And so, you know, I didn't really realize that. And when that relationship ended, it was really because I started to grow in that relationship and it became a, a, a discomfort in our relationship because yeah. he couldn't really handle so did you live with him? who I was becoming. Yes, I yeah. ended up moving okay. in with him. Okay. We lived together. We had a very private relationship even though we were public and it was wonderful. And then when, when we broke up, that's when I was like, all right, this is my season. This is my time. And so I was 29, turning 30 and I moved to New York. I got my apartment overlooking Brooklyn, then overlooking Manhattan. I had a view of the Empire State Building she every night. I, oh, I was living. When I tell you my best life, like I and I'm actually so glad that I experienced yeah, that yeah. at that stage, at that age, because I really felt like I got to really find myself in that time mm. and really do all the things. Like when I think about you, you're like, oh, yeah, at 17, I just moved out. I was working since I was damn near nine years old, whether it was babysitting a paper route or when I f officially got in the mall at 15. Yeah. I could not even think about using my funds to live on my own. Like, <laughs> really? I moved out when I was 18. That was not even a thing in my mind, mm. like not even a, a concept in my mind to leave home. That's so, so beautiful. It's for just you. <laughs> oh lord. <Yeah. laughs> Sounds like you had great family life. <laughs> no, I mean, look, empathy, it, it, no, empathy. No, no, no. I mean, it wasn't easy. Cut to leave home. No, no, no. I definitely wanted to leave, but I just didn't see it for me at yeah, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I get see it. it at seventeen hmm. um, yeah, no because choice. also I had really strict parents. So best believe I was trying to find my exit. Yeah, yeah. And music ended up being that at oh, 21 is when I left home. So that's when I started traveling. But anyways, so then by the time I was like 30, this was my peak season of Melanie. Yeah. Like I had moved across the country. I had finally established my own life. I had my own place. I was mending a broken heart. I was dating. I was the first time I wasn't in a relationship. Like it was peak Melanie, get out and figure out who you are. Season whole spiritual awakening, all these things happening at once. And then I met Jared like a year and a half later. And then we got pregnant. And a lot of people have heard our story, but we got pregnant very soon. So like, even though we had a six month break, the time in which we were together broke up, got back together. I was pregnant five months after we got back together. Oh, wow. But the total time together, wait, total time from your season mm -hmm. to meeting Jared is mm -hmm. how long? A year and a half. And then from meeting Jared to getting pregnant, which has some starts and stops, how long is that? A year. Oh. oh. No, I lied. A, two years. Two years. Two years, because we 
Did met you, you were together. Away, met, yeah, we met, then yeah. You broke we met up. in 2013. We broke up in 2014, got back together in 2015. Mm. And our break was for six months right. at the end and of And then right after you got back together. And then right after yeah. we got back together, I got pregnant. Got and so it. it was crazy because also in that time, a lot of things had shifted for me. I had switched record labels. I had gone independent. I was getting ready to put out a new project and I have this now new man in my life. I'm shooting music videos, pregnant, not even knowing. Oh, wow. Like all these things. And then... We just get back together. He's living in Florida. I'm living in L.A. I found out I'm pregnant. And fortunately, the job he was working on was coming to an end. So he was going to move out to L.A. But it was everything happening all at once. And I just remember being like two things. Grateful that I had had some time for myself to pour into myself, experience things and do all of that. But then also like, whoa, this could not be happening at a more inconvenient Mm -hmm. time Mm -hmm. as I'm rebuilding I'm in a new relationship again. I'm building my career again in a different path with a different, you know, vision. And it was just like, wow. Yeah. You know, like I, I couldn't believe it. So then, you know, the, the other thing I think for me that happened was the anxiety and the fear that I had of how being pregnant affected my professional career Mm. because I unfortunately was inundated and bombarded by the once a girl gets pregnant her her music career is over you might as well chalk her up because we've seen it happen time Mm. and time again so I had these negative seeds planted in my head about what was possible as an artist being pregnant so the beginning of my pregnancy was sheer anxiety stress and fear which I hate that that was my reality because looking back now, I'm like, God, I'll never get that time back. But I was so concerned about judgment and hiding the pregnancy and, you know, not, not want, how would it affect me? And then of course God was like, you're going to put on 84 pounds. So you're not gonna be able to hide nothing quick. So you better get used to looking different, feeling different people talking about you different. It really threw me in. So then once I had my son, then it was, okay, how do I now navigate? Now, the beautiful part was, is that I was with somebody that I knew I wanted to be with. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. we are still together. And, you know, he's my husband now, which is great. And we were on the same page about doing that. But it was definitely, I think, a shock for us because our relationship, Jared's and mine, before we had kids was a roller coaster of fun every day. Aww. I mean, we traveled, we ate food, we partied all the time. We mm-hmm. There was just no limitations, which is why I think we were able to fall in love so fast because mm-hmm. we were in the same space of life, flexibility. We had money. We were traveling, just doing everything we wanted to. So when we had the baby, it was like, <laughs> so, you know, we had to also navigate this space of who we once were and then becoming who we needed to be for our child. But mm-hmm. I feel like, and this is different for everybody, like with one, right? You can still do some of them things. Facts. If you have the right support system, yes. Well, well, I mean, yes, but with one, like you you could take them places. You yes. Could, you know, like they put them on your back. Yep. We going. Yep. Mm-hmm. So y'all didn't feel like that? Or so didn't hide them in the bag. I mean, I think we <laughs> did. I think. <laughs> put them in the bag. Look, they got um, their own bags these days. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think we had that, you know, we, we definitely had, especially if I compare what that, what that was to how yeah. it is now with two kids. Yeah. Very, very different. Um, But, you know. With with Cam, having Cam, it was a learning curve to be like, oh, no, we can't take him these places. But we started to see like, oh, we haven't taken a vacation in yeah, a few yeah, months. Yeah. And we would travel all the time, you know, just certain things. One was definitely easier to do that with. Yeah. When I was on doing shows, grab the baby, go. And don't don't get it twisted. That first two years of flying free, we was flying <laughs> right, free. Right, right, right. We was taking you everywhere, Cameron, you know. Um, so <laughs> mm. it, it was wild. And even just the thought of going to four, we're just like, damn, like. 
we're going to have to break up the family on the plane now because there's so many of us that we can't all sit together anymore. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a thing, you, you know? It's, three and one. Yeah, you got to do three and, and one or, or two and two if you're yeah. in business or whatever. So, like, yeah. you know, it's a, it's it's crazy, but I... I have two more kids. We take up both rows. Girl, let's go. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. No, you have... Did you ask what, what, what you mean? Let's go. Let me tell you about the vasectomy. Okay, that's a whole other episode. But, yeah, so I think that for me, the adjustment, it was kind of like wow, I, I'm glad I had time to do this, but it still never feels like it was enough time. Yeah. You know, like it feel like that window of having my prime of time of self and discovery and love and relationship and fun and all that. It was quick. The window was smaller. And then I had to listen, Felicia, you can moisturize your here. cuticles, but don't cross Melanie while she's finishing. No, I went in the back. I went in the back. <laughs> mom, <laughs> these fools hey, you are, such are a, literally you are such a mom. Oh, moisturizing their cuticles. I cuticles. I it hurt. Hurts. It was I, hurting. Yes, that's fair. The fact that you that's have fair. this is amazing. I agree. I had one and it's all gone. Where'd you get yours from? Uh, Michelle. Super deep. Is that some good, does your nails? Yeah. Oh, I have to buy one. Lord. Anyways, well, um, so yeah, so so just I think finding that balance of of um being like, was it enough time? No, it was enough time. It was meant to be time. Yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, like yeah. it's it just was it is. And then, you know, I think that it's mm. always easy mm-hmm. to lament as a woman about who you were, what you yeah. looked like, how you oh, felt, God, yeah, what you didn't get to do. We've like done that many times. Yeah, we I mean, <laughs> it's so natural, I think, for us to feel that way. And I think it requires real practice to say, I can't spend my life thinking about what coulda, shoulda. Mm. And I have to get to a place where I can accept that this is my reality. And what do I now want to design my life to look like with children? Very it doesn't mean question. that all is lost. Very fair. And question. so that was a place I had to really get to after I had my son, because again, I had that that negative seed planted being in yeah. the entertainment industry that it wasn't possible. Yeah. Throughout entertainment in general. Yeah. I feel like that that's how I started to feel with with acting and doing modeling. I was like, oh, it's over. But then now when I see like rappers and musicians in the spotlight and pregnant and on stage, I'm like, this is amazing. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't always like that. No. And then I would always think, uh, so y'all just think that these people are not gonna have family, you yeah. know? Like it's crazy. Well, they I, used I remember to set people artists up like that. Yes. Not let them date or no, like yeah crazy. it was crazy, mm-hmm. Very crazy. D- don't find out about all the abortions that were paid for in oh, the music industry I believe crazy. it well Amir was telling me even the K-pop stars they're not allowed to date mm. they they cannot date they can't have boyfriends girlfriends nothing they gotta stay the same size and just be an object of illusion to the audience sounds and not like have slavery life. Yeah. sounds like slavery yeah, I remember once I did a, a podcast um, I did a series called Living Awake and I interviewed different people and I invited Guapale on Hi, Guap. Um, she's to talk. She's so sweet. And she's yes. one of the sweetest people on the planet. And I remember we were talking about this transition to motherhood as being a female, female artist. And she told me that she did not tell anyone she was pregnant. She said she was like nine months pregnant, got up on stage, never announced her pregnancy. It was just out there with the belly. Never. And she was just like, I was just going with it. If anybody, <laughs> she was like, I didn't want to tell anybody. I didn't talk about it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause it's such a, it's such a time to like embrace it's life. It's like a magical thing. Yes. And, you have yeah. to, oh, God. and I wasn't married right either. So that's the thing is that like, oh, yeah. also when I started, I remember I hadn't even really gone public with Jared yet. And I remember getting pregnant and I, be, I was like, I should probably start to share <laughs> who I'm with. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. you know, it's like 
people were invested in who I was and I just popped up pregnant and there was no <laughs> yeah. mention of anybody, you know, so because I was private. So I don't know. Cody, you. Yes. Have Your a, turn. You have a different. So, yes. But what's funny, my reason for asking the question had more to do well with what you just said, which was about designing your life around like what it is right now, like having the kids because I am 39. I have three kids, the youngest of which are four years old. And I feel like right now, not that I've never done it before, but right now I'm like, what do I want my life to look like? Mm. What do I specifically, I'm like, what do I want my weekends to look like? With Brooks, I listen, I always wanted to get married. I always wanted to have children. I have been in outside of Texas since I was 17. So 20 plus years. Oh my God. Saying that out loud is weird. Where did you, where did you go after Texas? I went to DC. I went to Howard. All right. And I stayed in DC for six years total. Love DC. Absolutely. (laughs) And then I moved to LA in 2007 while Felicia was graduating high school. (laughs) (laughs) And so so I have been um, like gone from, from my family all Mm -hmm. of that time. Yeah. We, we are a traveling family. And and there have been times where I've had people in in the state or in the city even, but I never expected to have a whole bunch of family around. I never even thought about what that looked like, you know. So by the time we got pregnant, it was that was not an expectation. So Brooks was easy because like I I knew what it looked like, and I knew that I was like all the way in, you know, one hundred and ten percent in, and because you could throw that baby on your back and go anywhere, right? Yep. And we definitely did that. And I, and that's one thing I regret—not regret, but that's one thing that frankly sucked about having twins was that it wasn't as easy to just move around, mm-hmm. yeah, and then mm-hmm. three for that matter. But um, so with Brooks, it was never a thing. And then with the babies, I remember. I mean, I remember this day. I think they couldn't have been more than three weeks old. It was a couple of weeks and it was like a Saturday or a Sunday. And we were, Tommy and I were, had one baby each and we were sitting on the couch. Brooks was around somewhere, child. We were half conscious because, you know, mm-hmm. new babies. And I remember being like, both of us being like, there's no way that we can do this every Saturday on the Mm-mm. weekends. Like this, because we had help during the week, but we're just sitting there looking at each other exhausted. Like, yeah. there's no way that this is what it is. <laughs> this can't be lies. No, it's no. not going to work. We're not going to be productive professionally. We're not going to be productive as humans. We're no. not going to take care of this older one. Like this sucks. Yeah. yeah. And mm. so then we knew like we need childcare as much as possible. Yes. Like yeah. we need that. And so that that has certainly been something that we've, you know, it's, it's some highs and lows, right? But even now, this phase of them being in school and 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 also we're still working. And so I just remember even this weekend being like, what what do I, what do I do with them? Right. There are times when I know, and I'm really excited about the pumpkin patch or the or the I don't like birthday flags, party, but like the birthday yeah. party, the play date. I I'm very big on if we ain't got nothing to do, I need to plan something. And then yeah. sometimes I forget to yeah. plan something, and I'm like, oh, it's Saturday, it's eight a.m., and they've been up since five, and the fuck are we gonna do the rest of the day? Right. <laughs> like, Girl, right. that part. <gasps> to the rest of the darkness, day. darkness, yeah. <laughs> the dark. And thoughts. so I'm definitely like trying to figure out like what kind of mom I am in that way and like mm. what I want our life to look like in that way. What what our activities are. They, you know, Brooks just started karate. The babies ain't interested. Like what are those activities that they're going to be doing? But wait, I want to know because I know we, you've shared the story of how yeah. you and Tommy met and then you got married and got pregnant right away and everything. But before mm-hmm. you met Tommy or even in the time when you were with Tommy, because you guys actually dated for a short amount of time Very before you got short, married. Yes. So before Tommy, 
Like, what were you doing? Like, what was your thing? <laughs> what like, was I doing? what was you? What was Cody doing in these yeah. streets is what I want to know. <laughs> well, I always wanted to get married. So yeah. I was always dating with intention. Mm. So there's that part. Um, I had been in L.A., like skipping all of D.C., right? Because <laughs> I, I had had multiple plans, business school, uh, journalism. So here we are, film. <laughs> I've moved to L.A. to go to film school. And so, I mean, overall, my, one of my best friends lived here for a while. And so... Overall, I, I threw myself into that. Whatever I could learn, whoever I could network with, like that's what I was doing. And of course, dating with intention. Mm -hmm. And so that was from 2017 to 2013. I mm -hmm. think at the time that I met him. You went also, back in time? Right, 27. Oh, 2007. 2000. When, when, <laughs> when uh, Felicia was. You're an alien. Yeah, Felicia was in her period. To remind you. She just started her period. She just learned to walk. Um, <laughs> so that was definitely my reality. But the thing, and sometimes I forget like this, the impact of this on various parts of my life. But like the other thing is by 2013, the month before I met Tommy, my dad passed away. Mm. And in 2010, I think is when he got sick. And so there was like this three year period of like everything's different, mm -hmm. right? Every job is now like, OK, I need to figure out how to make enough money because I wouldn't make no money to make enough money to like travel to Texas whenever I want. I need mm -hmm. to like that was my priority was like trying to be wherever I needed to be. Um, in addition to trying to succeed as a producer and trying to meet my husband. I didn't mm -hmm. forget. Um, <laughs> and my daddy didn't either. He was very much like, is it him over there? Um, so that I, I forget sometimes the impact of that period because it was a three-year period. Yeah. And every time, every couple of months, it was like, a okay, it might be six months, might be a year, you know? So oh, there was wow. a lot of like, you just don't know. Um, but that's what I was doing. Hmm. Yeah. And, but the thing that was consistent is that I wanted a family. It's interesting because when I was younger, I remember I went through a phase when I was really young that I was like, oh, no, like if I don't have kids, I'm good. Like I just feel like and that was young. Like I'm saying like when I was a teenager and then when I got to a place of my life when I thought I was going to be married with a mortgage and all that shit by 25, <laughs> which was a damn lie. Um, I then started to understand like, OK, I want to have kids one day. Mm. And I always mm. knew that becoming a mother was the thing mm -hmm. like I knew I wanted to be a mom yeah Aww. I don't know when or how or who yeah but I knew I wanted to be a mom and the idea of marriage and the house and all the like I think once I left Toronto and once I realized oh there's just many ways to get to what it is that you yeah. want to do and it doesn't have to work like this idea that I think I had at that time of my life was the clock yeah oh, oh for 25, sure you're supposed to like all my friends back from back then all had the mortgages and the marriages and they're also most of them are divorced girl um however uh, you know I, I recognize that I feel like for my development as a person I definitely dodged a bullet of not getting into the trap of staying in Toronto and being somebody's wife at the age of 25 because what if I'd have done that and then found my career and then realized oh wait I've made a terrible mistake mm -hmm. um mm. you know so it's really interesting to think about it in retrospect that way and I'm glad even though I only had like really a year and a half of wild Melanie time, mm -hmm. I, I feel like that was really important. Did you have that, Cody? Did you ever have like a time where you were like, oh, I'm just like, even though because you knew you wanted a family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was there a time where you're just like, that's not what this is about right now? Like, I just want to be out here doing me, doing whatever I want to do. Nope. Wow. I always so to your point I always knew I wanted to be a mother mm -hmm. and I always knew I would prefer to be married mm -hmm. but I was okay not being married mm. but no it was always 
a thing for me. Mm. And I, and there was never a point where I was like, I'm like okay. as a little kid, you wanted to get married. I don't know about as a little kid. Well, well because as gonna, long as I can remember. Because I was gonna ask you, did that desire become stronger when once your dad got sick? Do you feel like you were trying to like maybe? Okay. But I don't know if it got stronger mm-hmm. as much as it's like. I just wanted, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, he, he, yes. I get like, it. Yeah. That for makes sense. sure. Those sorts of things were important to him right. too. Like being a grandfather, he, which he was, my sister at that time had two kids, but I wanted to experience those things with him, but right. it wasn't like, I was like, let me get this done before. No, he, <laughs> right. but it could be a fuel. Like, but it was definitely there. Yeah. It was definitely there. And it was definitely within me. Um, I mean, considering the fact that my parents were divorced, like, I had every reason in the world to like not be interested yeah. in marriage, hmm. but I, I never, I never changed from that course. Mm. I, I, I tried my best to sort of reconcile like, well, what if, yeah. right? I know you can't predict everything and it doesn't mean you're a bad person or a this or a that if you, if you don't, but I definitely wanted a child. Yeah. Wow. I, 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 I definitely kids. knew I wanted kids. Um, like I said, and when Jared and I were on that break, I didn't know if we were going to get back together, mm-hmm. even though in my heart I still had hope. And I just remember being like, well, if it doesn't work out, I'm not going to settle for anything less than like an exceptional love. And I'll just be somebody's wealthy auntie. And that'll be that. And I literally had also had to go from being like, this is somebody I want to be with. It's not working out. OK, switch gears. Now you're just going to travel the world and be fabulous auntie. Yeah. And how do you feel about that? Yeah, um, because I actually did want to have children within a relationship dynamic yeah, yeah. like remember how you said you were like oh i wanted to be yeah, a mom I but been... i didn't know if i wanted to be married like i definitely wanted to do it with someone oh, i knew oh, i wanted didn't. to be married i just knew that my desire to be a mother was stronger, was stronger. than that interesting yeah. Yeah. yeah i was like that too i i didn't want to get i never wanted to get married and i didn't want children and then i was like if i ever have a kid i don't care if i'm married or not like I just was like, oh, maybe hopefully it'll be someone who's like my best friend or we're really yeah. good, close. Yeah. Because my parents were like that. That's all I knew. My parents were best friends and they raised us together and they were fine. So I didn't have a desire to have a marriage. I didn't even know what that meant. But then I definitely um, when I had a mirror, that was a surprise. I was not trying to have a child. In my mind, if I ever had a kid, I was going to be in my late 30s or yeah. you know what I mean? But then when I became a mother early, I was like, oh, I need to get this out of the way out, yeah. so that I can focus on my career. Yeah. So now I feel like my life is backwards. Like I spent the majority of my life being a mother and mm. like trying to reprogram my life. Then now I'm really wanting to like focus more on my career, obviously with my children, too. But I'm like, hmm. I really want to like accomplish these things that I want to get done you know what I mean it's really hard so when you have kids I think like for me the type of mother that I want to be supersedes everything Mm. yeah so that's always my like my dance of like being the mother that I want to be but also giving myself the time to focus on my career and sometimes they don't go hand in hand so it's like okay what am I what amount am I comfortable with letting go of in either area um, and I think that's probably like a lot of people feel that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you had all of these things. Then you had kids where I had kids. And now I'm I'm sorry. Melanie did all of these things. And then she had children. And mm-hmm. I gave up my career, essentially had kids. And now I'm trying to focus on my career. So it's mm-hmm. like the opposite. Yeah. And you try to find joy in either journey that you've taken. It's It's interesting. So growing up. I would always be with my friends that had family dynamic, you know, like Mm -hmm. mom, dad, and they had siblings or whatever. And I always desired that. But when I became a mom, again, I wasn't like, oh, I can't wait to be a mom one day. I thought it was going to be like an auntie thing, Mm -hmm. you know? 
And then when I became a mom, I don't think that I really understood what that meant. Right. You know, <laughs> I think that I I know what it means um, now that piece is eight. Right. But, and I also don't think that I, I think I, I loved the idea of family, what it looked like on the outside, but I didn't know what it actually takes, you know, which is yeah. why I think that me and their father getting engaged, like we, first of all, we got together, we knew each other through mutual friends, but we got together and then got pregnant with peace six months later. Oh. So it was, and I was 22. Gav was what, like 20, I think he's like 25 at the time. So we're just, everybody's trying to figure it out, you know, and he grew up in family dynamic, but his dad got sick really young too. And so it's just like, what does this actually mean? Mm -hmm. Not what it looks like that there's a mom and there's a dad and these are the people that fill these spots, but like, what's the work that that actually Girl. takes, you know? Mm. So now being about to be 32, I feel like now I'm like, oh, I know what that means yep. now. You know what I mean? And I had to learn th through the back way, not yep. through the front door, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know? <laughs> I had to really fall on our, like both of us had to fall on our face and like really experience and be hands on with this experience of like family and mother and, you know, all of it to really mm -hmm. be like, okay, now if somebody walks to the door, I'm like, here we go. I know what to do. We, yeah. You know, I know what this actually means. But and what like, it entails. The yeah. But I never. Yeah, you still want to have more kids. Yeah. And I still want to have more kids. Knowing what it takes. Knowing what it takes. I, listen, yeah. I'm, I'm this is the what is it, the pot calling the kettle or whatever. I mean, you know, I have 15 <laughs> children. <laughs> but every day, yeah. Felicia, every day I'm like, yeah, I could have stopped that dude. <laughs> <I could've stopped. laughs> this but was a so lot of grateful that we didn't. Oh, yes. no, I love that my we've kids. Got all our imagine. little chia seeds. Yes, the I couldn't imagine seeds. my life without oh, the chia seeds. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> what in the bread? Wait, have you always said this? Yes, happening. we've done this before with the chia seeds. <laughs> Wait. I love it. We've been down this road before. Yeah, Felicia. I love it. <laughs> Sound that like me now. Wait, I'll make it very dark very quickly. The oh, first time God. I heard her say that was in an Instagram story. Oh. And she was like, look, Chia made me a smoothie and he put his seeds in it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was the first time I heard her say that. <laughs> oh, oh, my seeds. God. Chia yes, seeds. they've been around for a while. Oh, no, man. but I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like all of us are kind of going through the same thing. But no matter where you are in your life, I think that's always the thing. It's you might have your career. Then you're like, oh, I really want to have children. Or you might have kids. And you're like, yeah. I really want my career. And yeah. then when you have either you, you like you said, you like Felicia said, you never know what it entails until you do it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like people can tell you stuff. People, my friends that have four kids were like, don't have a fourth child mm. there. And I was like, they they don't know what they're talking about. I'm going to do it differently. And I was like, oh, I get it. It's it's hard. It's a yeah. lot of work. Yeah. And parenting the way all of us want to parent. Yeah. We're very similar moms and in our intention. And it's it's it is a full time job. Yeah. That you're never going to get paid for. Yeah. Never. And and we have to be prepared to um, optimize at every stage. Mm. Right. You yeah. know, like don't just like the newborn to the three to six months to the mm -hmm. six to nine Girl. to the, you know all of those stages yep. where you're like oh they're not sleeping like they you know like we just passed regression this. yeah yeah like that's what happens when they're four and eight and yep. 12 mm -hmm. and 23 mm -hmm. 13 is like what does that look like for them what does that look like for me now what do i what adjustments do i need to be making yep and i think we not talking about that makes us feel like if it doesn't feel good once they're a certain age that 
we're doing something wrong or when we decide to do something different, when we right. decide, let me pick this thing back up that I love, it's going to look different. Yeah. But we have to we have to take inventory of that and figure out like, all right, what do I need to do to pursue my dreams? The, right. the, the interesting part about I think where I am personally is that everything that I'm working on building right now is literally only to have more time to be with them. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, lit- that's literally yeah. how I feel like yeah. I and maybe it's because I did have that window, I think, of self. If money wasn't a factor, none of it, like show up to do what I want to do because I love it. But if I could just travel the world with my family and just be us, I don't need really much anything. And it's interesting to think about it from that perspective, too, because, again, there's sometimes this disconnect about who you used to be and trying to get back Mm -hmm. to that. And it's like I kind of want to do everything that allows for me to be my authentic self as a woman, as a mother and to be as present in their lives as possible. Absolutely. Yes, girl. You know, um, we work those, for money because money gives words. us the freedom to live the lives we want to live. We want to live. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I, like if I could just be on an island with my family every day, happy, healthy, just that, that would be the ultimate dream for me. So mm-hmm. everything I got to build and do has to afford me to be able to do that. Absolutely. And that's just the goal now. And, it, and it's, it's interesting. It's not necessarily about Jared and I being at the parties and, Cause we see it sometimes too. Like we, Jared and I look at each other. We're like, are we old? <laughs> we don't want to do those things that we used to do anymore. Girl. And I'm like, no, we just, we're just evolved. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can't stay up at night, drink wine, smoke weed, do everything at night. Like what we're talking about when we were younger, because I want to get up in the morning and work out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like take my time with my take kids. Take my time with yeah. my kids and not feel yeah. groggy or sluggish Girl. or like, Girl. I'm going to, I'm going to, maybe I'm going to go to sleep right now at 10 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then also there's there's a night when I'm I need to be up till 1 30 and I'm like, oh, I don't have it. Right. You know? but or it, that baby it, keeping you a, up. Oh my God, let's talk about this baby who doesn't <laughs> want to sleep. But no, let me not let me not jinx myself because she has been sleeping through the okay, night. Okay, good, good, good. Ashe. Um, <laughs> but it it's a really interesting, I think it's a dance constantly. Yeah. And I think the 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 greatest thing we can do is just dance in the direction of what makes us happy. Okay, yeah. Melanie. You know, and give yourselves grace. Grace. Yes, just which is hard. I'm going to start saying all y'all's names. <laughs> like, say something delicious. Like I say, Good practice. Yes. <laughs> I think something clever to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a great chat, That ladies. was a great I chat. Really I know this is like it. girl time. Mm-hmm. Like on a different level. And I'm just going to yeah. say as somebody who's a part of this mix, but also outside looking at all three, four of us as entities, I am very proud of every woman that's sitting in this room. Me too. I think that every single one of us is doing a friggin' bang up job. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a world that's really hard. Wait, do you guys say bang up in Canada is a good thing? Cause Bang up what? is bad here. Really? I have never yeah. heard that Doing term. Bang up. Bang, bang, bang up. I've heard it, but now I'm trying to figure out in what context. Well, I've heard it in a negative. Like, like they did a bang up job on that, meaning like they didn't that do sounds like well. Construction. Uh, maybe that's why I don't know. That mm-hmm. sounds like construction. Yeah. Bang up. Job. Yeah, like bang up. Well, like, we could always like up. urban dictionary it. Okay, I don't think this is Google something. I don't think I was gonna say you better be careful. YG definition might come up. Oh, oh, oh. What's that? I don't know. Might be some sexual. Who knows? It probably. Well, anyways, I think you're doing a fantastic job. What is it? I don't know. Uh, uh, Ashley's right. Or at but, least it says injure some. This is not Urban Dictionary. This is regular dictionary. Injure someone or something. Damage something. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that not might how, be Canadian versus American. Maybe. Thing. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, I just want to. <laughs> Wait. Oh, what does bang up slang mean? Very good or excellent. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so it's slang. a complete opposite. Look at us flipping something. Right. Slang. 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 Slang.
No, I really, but I do. I, I just want to commend every every woman sitting here today because I do. I admire every single one of you. Aww. And I think that even though our journeys all look different and they're all individual, I think that we are doing amazing jobs. We're doing a bang up job. Bang up. <laughs> Excellent. Bang up. Yes. <laughs> no, I think, I think you're right. I think, <laughs> big up. Bang up. A big up, bang up job. <laughs> but for real, for real. And I hope that every woman out there, every parent out there, every person out there who is finding their way understands there's no one way to get to where you're going. Just get there the best you can. Hey, right? And that is the mama's dead. Toodles. Toodles.